This week on Do Did Will, the Story of People podcast, it's the excellent Charles Adler. This guy has the number one podcast in the country for news and politics, and he did that after just one episode. But it's been weeks. He continues to grow. It's extremely important content dealing with the world of news and politics. He's got an amazing segment on his show called Three Minutes That Matter. And he gave me a lot of minutes today to talk about all of it, what he does, how he did it, and what he will do next. It's Charles Adler this week on the return of Do Did Will, the Story of People podcast on the Cryer Media Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Do Did Will, the Story of People podcast. Back. It's been a few weeks. Been out traveling, working. Duty called. Took me far, far away, including the hometown of my guest this week. Uh, and I was hoping I could have it line up where I was in his original hometown and we could chat and that would have been fun, but it didn't quite work that way, but he made the time for me today. So do did will the story of people podcast on the crime media network returns today with Charles Adler. Thank you so much for the time, my friend. I know it's a, a busy world for you right now. So I, I appreciate any, any time that you can give these independent shows. So thank you very much. Any friend of Dean Blundell is a friend of mine, Brent. Thank you. Well, welcome to the network. First and foremost, I haven't had a chance to formally welcome you. I've been I've been here since uh, back in the the Blundell.com days, and and uh, and it keeps expanding and adding. and And I uh, was extremely excited to see uh, you had uh, joined and and joined the world of podcasting and all the rest of it. So uh, so welcome, welcome Thank to you. it. Thanks very much, Brent. How has your world uh, uh, got uh, more insane since? since this podcasting space well, is guys of like guys like you are coming out of the woodwork uh, left right and center and asking me to uh to join you so i'm getting to meet a lot of people that uh i i did not know uh well in this independent space it's kind of like everyone's carving out their world and yeah. trying to have some fun and 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 get informative but the 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 idea the premise behind this is obviously the story of people and uh i know you uh, you've got some great stuff going on with your show uh, you've got the, the three minutes. I love that that portion of what you're doing. So there's a lot to, to kind of cover, and I know you're busy. So uh, we'll get to it right now. And basically, my first question to you is, um, uh, what do you do, Charles Adler? I, I do podcasting. I do what I'm doing right now. I uh, focus on on the things that uh, matter to me. You know, I talk about the news piece, three minutes that uh, matter. Uh, over the many years that I did newscast long before I was doing talk radio. And I've, over the years, I did a lot of other things, a lot of DJ work, a lot of interviews, some serious, some not so serious, um, writing uh, commercials, uh, voicing a lot of commercials and producing a lot of uh, commercials for, for TV and radio over the years. Uh, when I started doing news uh, full time, I guess that would have been the, uh, the early 80s uh, for Chum in, in Toronto. Um, it was uh, clear uh, to my uh, colleagues at Chum and uh, and to yours truly that so much of what passed for news on, on TV and radio was was not just boring but deliberately boring because uh, the, many of the people in the business were not terribly uh, creative. They were very very serious. Many of them were from the the newspapers, and they honestly felt that uh, making news entertaining was uh, crippling the legitimacy of news. Those of us who come from the entertainment side of things uh, think that that's wacky because uh, we are raised to believe that if you're not entertaining, if you're boring, 
um, nobody's going to pay attention to you. So it doesn't matter if a handful of people, let's call them the elite, uh, take you seriously. Uh, the idea is to be mass appeal. The idea is to get into as many eyeballs and ears as, as possible. So that was the, the stream that I came from, the entertainment stream. And news was anything but entertaining on 99% of the outlets, uh, radio and TV, newspapers. And so I wanted to make uh, news not more fun, but but certainly more accessible. And that's uh, what I've gone back to with uh, Three Minutes That Matter, because news, again, uh, you know, this works in cycles, uh, has uh, fallen into the hands of uh, those people who don't think uh, news should be entertaining and uh, in making it uh, super serious and uh, ultimately and ultra political, uh, a lot of people have been tuned out. So I try to do uh, stories that I care about, stories that affect the world, stories that affect my world. And that's what uh, Three Minutes of Matter is all about. And I try to compress four or five uh, stories into, into three minutes with uh, a lot of what I'll call opinion uh, attitude hopefully yeah. uh, enough entertainment factor to keep people coming back for more that's a creation though the, the three minutes that matter and, and people get their their news you know uh quick and they they only listen to what they want to hear at certain times and, and all the rest of it is that the premise behind the three minutes that matter portion of it versus the long form that you're doing it's kind of just all right this is what you need to know this is yeah this is, yeah i i i that that is that is exactly right i am very mindful of the fact that uh, people are busy i'm always busy people want my time you want my time i say i'll, I'll give you you know 30 minutes because i'm kind of busy i try yeah. to uh, respect the fact that uh, everybody has uh, that agenda it doesn't matter whether they're doing two or three jobs which a lot of people are doing these days it doesn't matter if it's because people have uh, two or three kids or two or three children that they're having to care for whether whether their own children or neighbors children i mean we're, we're living in a world where uh, people are rushing to and fro and they don't have time time is our most precious commodity because we'll never have more of it that's just a, the nature of the beast we're always running out of time literally and so i try to be mindful i try to be respectful of that and ultimately that just goes to the the empathy piece the only human beings that uh, appear human to me uh, that are worth uh, celebrating and commemorating are people who have empathy. If you cannot walk a mile in someone else's shoes, I don't really want to know very much about you. Do you think that this short news cycle is ruining the world? And because uh, people just get what they want. Obviously, coming out of the pandemic, we've got this whole like, like, well, I, I, somebody told me that I watched a one minute clip and now I know everything. Yeah. We used to trust the news to tell us everything. But then, uh, I don't know, it just, it just seems to. Like, I wonder how people are going to consume information now. I, I just, what, people don't know what to believe. Uh, mm -hmm. We tell you, 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 you're one of the smartest people I've, I've seen and follow. Thank you. Uh, but how much, like, well, you here, here's so here, much here, out there. You yeah, know? Here, here's the thing. Uh, you know, I hear this a lot that we used to trust the news. It is true. We used to trust the news, but very few of us were paying a lot of attention to news. Yeah. And uh, the problem uh, today isn't just about uh, trusting the news. I mean, that is that is large enough. Uh, people only trust their own opinions. Like uh, people have sort of become, I have to use the word narcissistic. They have fallen in love with their own personalities and their own opinions. And they only want to hear from people who mirror their personalities and their opinions. So that, that means they're not challenging themselves. And sorry, but to me, uh, the human mind needs to be challenged uh, just the way a human being needs oxygen. The challenge is the oxygen. Ch challenge is what 
uh, gets us uh, to evolve, to, to, to change. And I mean change in a, a positive way. I mean, how do you grow uh, without oxygen? How do you grow your perspective of the world? The world could be your, your community. It could physically be the, the, the planet. But how do you become larger? Uh, how do you develop that gray matter? Uh, how do you mature? How do you become an elder? How do you develop wisdom unless you grow? You cannot grow just sitting in an echo chamber, hmm. falling in love uh, with your own opinions. So can I ask you then, um, coming out of the pandemic, and obviously we understand people were on one side of the fence or the other, and there was a very much divide between the middle of, of these two scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, do you then take the stance that like, say the anti uh, anti not the word I'm supposed to use now is anti-vax or anti this or that, but the people that took that side, do you give them anything at all about investing, uh, investigating to per, per your, per what you just said, where people need to expand their mind to try to find out the answers, whether this is the right thing for them or not, or are you on the other side where it's like, no, the science or the, or the or enough smart people have proven that this is, you don't need to do that much work because we they've done the work for you. It's just a very yeah. interesting a very interesting part of the world right now. Yeah, Brent, I'm, try- I'm, not a, I'm not a both sides as a person. I know some people say both sides means uh, the moment you say both sides, you're, you're being fair. I think you're being unfair. You're being unfair to the human mind. If uh, someone says the world is round, another person says the world is flat, and I say, well, you know, both sides have a point. Let's Let's talk to both sides. I am being an idiot. I'm basically abdicating uh, uh, the truth. Uh, I'm abdicating uh, my ability to, to tell the truth. Uh, I know bloody well that the world is round. It's, it's now self-evident. There's no need to discuss this. Uh, I know that uh, vaccines have been responsible for extending human longevity by 30 to 40 percent uh, over the last uh, half century. Uh, nothing has helped us more than vaccines. So for me to be dogmatically anti-vaccine, because what? Because some superstitious people are, because some cynical people are, because some people who are hustling money are, some people who are hustling religion are. Uh, you know, I'll give you the, the, the best example, which is not about vaccines, but is about, about the mindset. The anti-vax side constantly is all about big pharma. Don't give big pharma money. Don't give big pharma power. Don't believe big pharma. Big pharma includes a company called Johnson & Johnson. Mm. Make a product called Tylenol, cold and flu. Right. That's what's kept me going for the last few days. If it wasn't <laughs> All for of Big us. Pharma, if it wasn't Big Pharma, you and I wouldn't be able to do this. Now, maybe if you and I weren't able to do this, the world would not be threatened. But my world is enlarged every single day. Where mm. I trust people who understand science, who understand technology. And in this world, especially with, with the help of the internet and phones and computers, if if I don't take advantage of taking advantage of the best minds and the best science, but no, I'd rather have some people who are quote, doing their own research on Facebook. If I'm wasting my time, instead of accessing the best in science and tech, instead of accessing them, if I'm wasting my time giving as much fodder, as much column space, as much platform space, as much oxygen as possible to people who haven't got a clue as to what they're talking about, I'm sorry, once again, I'm abdicating. You know, you talk about in a complimentary way about my, my intellect, uh, yeah. My intellect would be absolutely wasted uh, obsessing about both sidesism. I love this point. Thank you very much. Because I, you know, uh, 
people that have watched or listened to this show know I'm an original COVID baby. I long hauled on it and I took a lot of shit from that side saying it's not real and blah, blah, blah. So I'm with you. Go science. Uh, but I just wanted to, you know, check on that because as people research their own beliefs, I'm, I am curious where that landed for you as far as them, you know, doing the research, but I, I'm with you. They the should come back. Way, they should come the back to the fastest way you're going to get ratioed. The fastest way you're going to be get condemned on Twitter and Facebook and elsewhere is to praise Moderna and Pfizer. <laughs> uh, Moderna and Pfizer uh, rescued millions of people. I know uh, from the worst of COVID-19. Uh, COVID, uh, you know, Pfizer and, and Moderna can never get enough celebration. Can never get enough compliments. And yet, people are afraid to compliment them. Afraid to praise them. Afraid to respect and honor them because of the nut bars which have big numbers but lots of people you know lot, lots of herd power lots of beef doesn't mean you're doing anything for the intellect and the evolution of the human race only a thug believes that if i've got a bigger bat than you i'm better than you that's baloney spoken like the smartest person in the room. So thank you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay, so uh, moving on to the show, the Charles Alger Show uh, and the, th the Three Minutes That Matter. It's not new for you. You've been on the air for a long, long time, but uh, what brought you to this space and how did you do it? Well, Team Blundell brought me specifically uh, to this space. Uh, the reason you know about me is because uh, the reason that uh, you know about my, my podcast is because I have one. The reason I have one is because uh, Dean Blundell opened uh, Cryer Media to me, uh, welcomed me with, with open arms, and I'll always uh, be grateful uh, for that. Uh, Ryan Jesperson is the one who inspired me to kind of stay in the business because I was ready to leave a, a couple of years ago, and uh, Ryan is uh, someone who without me knowing it, I, I, I mentored simply by doing a, a radio show that was aired in Alberta, which is where Ryan uh, grew up. Ryan Jesperson's got a tremendous podcast called uh, Real Talk. I recommend that everyone uh, go to their favorite platform and get on both the Charles Adler Show and uh, Real Talk. I'm on Real Talk with Ryan Jesperson uh, every Monday. Um, so the reason I'm, I'm doing the, the podcast is because for many years I was a broadcaster. I was a broadcaster for about half a century. It all started for me on Canada Day in 1973, so that's uh, just a little over 50 years ago now. And uh, I, the podcast is the, is the continuation of, of the broadcast. The podcast is like the broadcast without phone calls and commercials, newscasts, uh, and traffic and weather together. So, Do you enjoy the space? Do you yeah, enjoy the what, space? What's not to enjoy? I don't, I don't get interrupted. I mean, I only get interrupted by someone who says, Adler, you, you, you've talked enough. I got to make a point here. Okay, okay, okay. You know? so, but I mean, uh, I'm not interrupted by by commercials and, uh, as I say, traffic and weather and news bullets and, and all that kind of thing. All those things matter and, and they make uh, radio go, they make TV go, and that's wonderful. But when you're uh, a communicator, uh, being able to do 30 or 40 minutes without any interruptions is uh, a real luxury. So podcasts are... Uh, uh, they're the Ferrari for me. They're uh, they're real luxury. I I am curious about the, what what do you enjoy speaking about the most? Like, what's the most passionate part? Are you trying to be informative on on the day, like on the news? Like, you get the three minutes that matter. Mm -hmm. But is it uh, what is the most passionate part for you? Uh, that the point that you want to either get across, or at least you want people to take away from your shows. Well, the most passionate, uh, you know, thing for me is, is what we were just talking about a few moments ago. It's, uh, you know, people 
uh, investing in their own minds, uh, people uh, growing. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, politics, what I'm most uh, passionate about is uh, those people who are trying to uh, prevent us from having the best hospitals, the, the best uh, public health, the best public safety. And uh, I don't mind uh, going up against uh, going up against that. There's a lot of hucksterism out there. I like to speak out against it. But most important to me is just the the human condition itself and uh, the, all of the different quirks of, of human personalities that uh, make me interested in being a human being and participating in the in the human condition. That's uh, what drives me. That's what uh, drove me every single day of the half century I did podcasting, and it's the same thing that. That drives me on broadcasting. I mean, uh, podcasting, I think about someone like, uh, I don't know, Lauren Boebert, you know, Colorado ah. Congresswoman who <laughs> does that religious right-wing routine all of the time, except she goes and attends, you know, Beetlejuice um, in the theater and uh, decides to uh, partner with someone who's groping her and and she's groping him and there's a pregnant woman behind her and, and she's vaping and like, well, where, where is the humanity? Where is... Where is all this uh, Christian compassion that she, she talks about and, uh, and not doing anything that uh, might offend children, and et cetera? Uh, you know, quirky, quirky stuff like that uh, really, uh, really gets me going. Does it make you, uh, I don't know if upset's the word I'm looking for here, but, but so I, I, this whole Russell Brand thing that came down in the last couple of days um, uh, as far as him being accused of sexual assault and what I would deem as like, the like really because you know if there's that you know that of course the, the guy is just like a, a meathead but my question about that is that i read something about him you know he knew this was coming out three years ago and he went on a mission to get that whole side of people on his side so when the news does drop that he can just drop it out there and say, you see, they're coming for me. The media is coming for me. It, he basically mm -hmm. took the Trump approach and all the rest of it. it. It's so frustrating to see how easy that side is manipulated into that side because he's not going to, not that he's going to get away with it, but there's just like so much compassion from that other side. That's like, yeah, the media is coming for him. How do you feel about that? The, the easiness of, of the manipulation, which I know has been in politics forever, but right now it's like, People are so easy to manipulate. Well, you know, Russell uh, Brand has done such an obvious um, poaching of, uh, you know, Trump and what other populist politicians have been doing over the years that um, you, you kind of knew that something bad was was coming down with, with Russell Brand, and, and, and now it has. Um, I find it difficult to have any compassion, any uh, feeling uh, for people who are involved with, with sexual assault, uh, many of whom then try to criminalize uh, the people that they attacked. Uh, you know, people like Russell Brand and, and others who are extremely talented have a power differential over average folks who are attracted to their power, attracted to their personality, attracted to their charisma. So there's this power differential. They take advantage of it, as Russell Brand may have. I'll, I'll continue to say may and allegedly because sure. I care about the rule of law and I'm going to observe it um, both in practice and spirit. But um, it's, it's going to be extremely difficult for me to show you sort of the milk of human kindness for, for Russell Brand because uh, he may indeed be a predator. And uh, I don't have to get on a soapbox and say, I'm anti-predator. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, an I'm, I'm, I'm pro-human. Sure. And uh, people who want to dehumanize people, uh, not my cup of tea.
I, I just can't believe how uh, e- easy it just it, like like I understand that like there's going to be a portion of that side that's going to be like just dumb. But there's there there also seems to be I'm sure you know smart people on both sides. Mm-hmm. There has to be people over there that are like okay enough's enough we're we've gone too far we're gonna come either back to the middle or this is getting ridiculous like every single person with a that potentially has a problem is doubling down on this attitude that the media is coming for me and it's all a big lie and all the rest of it. It just it's so easy to put out there and have people buy into it. I yeah well they love the power. I mean the. the- the people who do that all have, you know, the same thing in common. They're all egomaniacal. They're all megamaniacal. Yeah. They love the power and they love Donald Trump. Once said that he, he likes uh, people with very little education. Of course he does. <laughs> Every manipulator does. The less resistance people have, the easier it is to get money out of their pockets, uh, get clicks out of them. And, and that's who these people are, you know, they're click baiters, they're click whores. And, and, and Russell Brand in the last few years has shown himself to, be that a guy who will say anything and, yeah. and kind of thuggishly and brutishly assault i'm talking about rhetorical now assault rhetorically anyone who is seen on the side of you know progress you know they keep using the the w word uh, you know woke um, <laughs> they, they want to criminalize woke um you know woke for the for the most part uh, is about uh, people who who believe in awakening awakening uh, themselves awakening human beings uh, to some of the some of the needs that are unmet uh, some of the some of the crimes against uh, humanity uh some of it involves a race some of it involves a gender uh, but basically they're on the side of uh, progress uh, are they idealistic uh, of course they are uh, are are some of them uh, sort of deep in the in the in the weeds of of, of cliches uh, so as to make themselves almost appear to be cartoons yeah of course they are not all of them are are, are great at communications are they trying to persuade people uh uh to to buy into the things that matter to them of course they are we all are yeah uh, do they deserve to be disparaged uh, dismissed and brutalized for being quote woke i don't think so I think I heard Trump say one time on, on uh, Stern that if he were to ever run for president, he'd run as a Republican because they're the easiest to manipulate. Yeah, so. yeah. And Trump knew that. And, <laughs> and I don't want to rip on, on the side. No, Trump, 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 Trump still does. I mean, you know, for, for many, many years. I mean, he's a, just a, a a successful huckster. And, yeah. uh, you know, the, the first thing he thinks of, of, you know, I mean, probably even before he decides to brush his teeth, the first thing he thinks about is, who am I going to screw today? Uh, who am I going to tattoo today? Who am I going to manipulate today? Who am I going to make money off of today? And uh, he wants uh, to have as much power as possible. Uh, how do you have as much power as possible? Find people who find people who are rubes, find people who are na- naive, uh, people who are easy to manipulate. And he's been doing that for his entire adult life. Makes it fun for you in a brand new show. That went number one in Canada, for the record. I'd like to uh, congratulate on that. That was great. And your first week out, awesome stuff. Yeah, there uh, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of people wanted to uh, sample us, and they continue to sample us, thankfully, and I appreciate that very much. Um, which basically, I know you got a role. So um, the plan, obviously, the show is growing, and it's doing amazing. Uh, the three minutes of matters is such a nice hit and just gives people the facts. But um, plans for the show uh the, the bigger grander plans what, what do you what will you do next i have no grand plans at all i uh, wake up every day with uh, something to say 
And when that uh, stops, I'll stop doing it. And uh, we can we can give it different titles, uh, different names. But at the moment, I'm just happy to be calling it the Charles Adler Show. Three Minutes That Matter is something we do three or four times a week. We also do about uh, about three interviews a week with, with people who I find uh, interesting. I hope the audience does as well. You can find us on any of your, your favorite platforms, Spotify, Apple, uh, Google, you name it. And uh, we're happy to be there for you. And we hope you follow us and... And offer a comment on the uh, on the podcast that you're you're subscribing to. We welcome that. Well, as long as you're having fun, that's all that matters. And uh, I people need to listen. I, I I think your opinion is extremely valuable to this country, and I'm so glad that you have decided to take this platform and expand and to speak and offer these great things and teach people. So um, guys like me that are looking for those voices, it's it's uh, it's refreshing. So. Um, Congrats on the launch of the show. I know it's a little late, but we haven't had a chance to chat in a while. And I just want to welcome you to the network. And I appreciate your time uh, coming on Do Did Will, the story of people podcast. It's been a few weeks for me. So this is a great way to come back out and show the audience that uh, the show is is back. So thanks, Charles. I really appreciate it. Well, I thank you for getting involved with uh, podcasting, with this aspect of uh, public communications. Wishing you all the luck. Uh, Thanks for traveling. Thanks for growing. And thanks for contacting me. Where can people find you online, sir? CharlesAdler.com, easiest place to find me. You can get much more information on me there, CharlesAdler.com. You want to email me, it's the same, uh, Charles at uh, CharlesAdler.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Excellent. Uh, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Hey, everybody, that is Charles Adler this week. Do Did Will, the Story of People podcast. Be sure to follow him online wherever you get your pods, and we'll see you next week. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. I'm Matt Cundell, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.